0: Hi, family. Hi. Welcome back to Real Life Revelation Podcast with your girl, Lakeisha Douglas, Um, by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Now, um, I know it's been a while. I know it's been a minute. But to those who are new here, welcome. Like I said, my name is Lakeisha. And what is Real Life Revelation? Well, Real Life Revelation Podcast is my personal Bible study. And I take the scripture, I think it's Psalm 17, verse 9, where in the message version, it says that the The revelation of the Word of God pulls our life together, and it goes on to say, that, and it points us into the right direction. And so I truly believe that in my personal Bible study time, the revelation that God allows me to to have and to, to grasp hold to literally unlocks doors and literally points me into the direction of which my life shall go, right? And so that's what it is, and if you're new, I'm just so grateful to have you. It is an honor to have you here. So before we get started, I wanted to pray Father God, I thank you for this opportunity. Father God, I thank you for a moment, oh God, to just be able to be on, on here again, oh Lord. We thank you, God. We thank you for allowing us to see us this far, oh Lord. Father God, I ask that the word that comes forth. Father God, may you give me more revelation. May you may you give me a more direction and understanding, oh God, as I release what you've allowed me to receive in the name of Jesus. Father God, I cover this in the blood of Jesus. I cover this word. I cover this Bible study in the name of Jesus. May those who have ears hear this, oh God. And may we seal it, oh Lord, in the blood of Jesus. May May it, oh God, points those who need this, oh God, into the right direction. May it pull our life together. Oh Lord, just as your word says, Father God, we thank you and Holy Spirit, thank you. We we welcome you here for we know that we can do nothing without you. You are the voice that hovers over the water. So, and just welcome, I welcome you. And Father God, more of you and less of me. In Jesus name, amen. So if you guys hear the beeping noise, how ironic that it would start as soon as I start recording but we move and we're going to continue to go. So, yes, I know it's been a minute. I know it has, but we're going to get right into it. So, guys, as I was praying a few nights ago, and you know, I was literally thinking back on how I haven't really been able to like receive revelation, but then I was reminded that, you know, what you don't what you don't use, you lose. And so, it was like a quick like revelation for me because as I was praying, I'm like, "Lord, I pray for the revelation that you released upon my life, you know, whatever is standing in the way, oh, Father God, reveal it to me. And as I was praying, I just seen like, I seen the image that took me back to David and Goliath and the image that I seen, it reminded me of like how the giant, you know, he takes a stand, right? And so as you guys see that this message is the giant mission, the giant mission, all right, so we're going to be reading from 1 Samuel verse uh, chapter 17, verse 16, going. And I'm going to be reading from the NLT, in between the NLT and the KJV. So I'm going to be reading from the NLT, starting at verse 16. For 40 days, every morning and evening, the Philistine champion strutted in front of the Israelite army. The KJV version of this one, it says, And the Philistine drew near morning and evening and presented himself for 40 days. And so I wanted to just make uh, this point that, you know, as I was praying about restoring my revelation, I and I, uh, you know, I told you about the vision I saw, I was reminded of how the giants, how, how they, they are huge and, and, you know, they have their own deformative ways, but saying all of that. It, it Holy Spirit allowed me to understand like there's there's something that is standing in front of this you know and and standing in front of the gift that God gave you, standing in front of you know that thing that you're you're trying to get to that thing that you once had thank you Holy Spirit access to, and so as I was reading this and and the word said that he presented himself for forty days what does present mean? That means to place. He placed himself there for 40 days. He set himself there. He standing and, or stationed himself there. And I was like, wow. And this was, this part was really, um, really good for me because as I was studying in Joshua, yes. Yeah, so it was Joshua, um, this was really good for me because As I was studying Joshua chapter 11, verse 20, it says, For it was the Lord himself who hardened their hearts to wage war against Israel, so that he might destroy them totally and exterminating them without mercy, as the Lord had commanded Moses. And so as we understand the story, I didn't read the whole story, but as we understand the story of Goliath, um, you know, he, and we we see it right here in verse 16, it said he presented himself, you know, and, and thinking of what Joshua, what was happening in Joshua, um, verse 20 the hearts of when, when the hearts were hardened against Israel that means that they they have this this desire to 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 set themselves against Israel to set themselves against us as the children of God and so as I was going back and thinking about my revelation and not you know not really being able to you know tap into the revelation of the of God and of the gospel you know because that revelation as I said it pulls our life together I don't take it lightly because in this season and every season you know I need that I need that fresh revelation Because I've seen God work based on the revelation. I've seen God move based on the revelation he allowed me to receive. Because with that revelation, my faith is now attached to it. My faith is now, the key is now, like, opening the door. Well, the revelation is now opening the door as I was praying um, and the Holy Spirit allowed me to understand what David used to take down this Goliath, right? He used a rock. And so when we think about the rock, we think about who was, who Who was the rock? Who, what did the word say? It said that he lifted us out of the slimy pit and set our feet on a, on a, um, on a rock. And, it, you know, and Jesus was um, the one that everyone rejected, but he then turned, he then became the cornerstone that everyone looked to. And so the cornerstone and, you know, in the Bible, they, they don't say that <laughs> David used a rock. They say that he used a stone, but a stone, a rock, you know, a cornerstone. We know that Jesus is the rock of our foundation, right? He is the cornerstone, right? And so when we know that we use Jesus, when we know that we have, we can call upon him, we know that we're set on the firm foundation. We know that Jesus, you know, when he died and, re- and resurrected he killed, he, he overcame death and he overcame everything that stood in front of us. And so as I was thinking, I was like, well, you know, whatever this thing is, I use the rock. I use the word of God. I use the access that Jesus has given me to overcome this demonic stronghold, this demonic giant in front of me. And so I was just like, wow, God, you're you're just so good. And so, um, yeah, I was just praying. And then as I'll continue to read verse 24 and 1 Samuel 17, it says, And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man... And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were so afraid. We're still talking about the giant. And all of the men of Israel, when they saw the man, which is the giant, when they saw the giant, they fled from him and were so afraid. And the men of Israel said, Have ye seen this man that is come up? Surely to defy Israel is he come up. And it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughters and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spake to the man that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him after this manner, saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. And so as I was reading that, I I said, Wow, Lord, what does reproach mean? I mean, what does defy mean? Defy means to to, to reproach, to, to cause to be disappointed to to feel um or to cause the expression of disapproval right and it also means to taunt this this giant is being placed whatever the giant see for me is not only revelation let's let's not get it twisted my revelation is what i was what i desire because i know it is what i need that will get me past this season get me through the season but let's be honest the 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 real issue is the things that the enemy wants to use just just like the men of Israel to cause us to flee we're maybe the first one in our generation to continue to push past every barrier that many of our family members obviously did not push past and so here we are in the, the this 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 dem- demonic stronghold is saying well okay i'm gonna set myself here in front of you every day and as as we see in the word of god it says that he set himself his, he presented himself there every day but we know that it was only by by god you know god allowed it because in joshua i use that revelation to understand that god hardened god allowed this 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 giant or whatever this stronghold is to be lifted up so that we can see it and we can deal with it when we think of something being lifted we think of something being uprooted right I'm getting ahead of myself. So, but as I was thinking about this, I was like, wow, God, this this thing, you know, perhaps it's for you, it's, it's pro- probably pro- pro- poverty, or probably it's education, or probably it's marriage, business, whatever, marriage, children, whatever it, it is for you, I, I'm like, wow, Lord, the, this giant, you know, he's here to really, it says taunt, taunt means a remark made in order to anger, to wound or provoke someone. We know that the enemy, his job is to still kill, and destroy. So maybe he's trying to provoke many of us to give up, to be anxious, to be worried, or to be weary. But Father God, he did not give us that spirit. Our Father gave us a spirit of peace that surpasses all understanding. He did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. For the word of the Lord says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And in this season, I mean, let's be honest. I don't know if you're like me, but it's it's like, wow, like, when are we gonna to get to the other side? But God allowed me to understand, like, you are the first to get this far. So so truly understand that it's not gonna be it's not gonna be an easy job, but but much like David, David didn't care about the giant. He said, But what is it what what's going to be given to the man that does this what is the promise to the man that do that will kill this um giant that, who decides to, to stand up because everybody else everyone in your family decided okay well no one got married so that's not our portion no one has become a successful business owner no one has gotten past uh college and got an actual good job like no one has gotten this far so i'm just going to stop so but that's what the that's what the giant wants us to 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 think. And the giant he's not really a giant, but that's what the strong man, the stronghold wants us to think. Because this giant, as we read, he 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 took it, he presented himself. And and as David said, who is this giant to defy the 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 the, the army of, of the living God? Like who is this thing that thinks that oh wow like David really you know David is really that dude because David said and this is in uh the verse twenty six and David spake to the man that stood by him saying what shall be done to this man that killeth What does killeth me to 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 cancel to smite to hit to beat to slay he's saying what shall be done to them and as I was like studying this I was just like wow this is so good because David's like what so. What's going to be done to this man that, that cancels the the righteous ones, right? Because as we know that the Bible also talks about how the, there's go, they're, they're always going to be a righteous one out of the lineage of David that's going to reign. And so you may be that one in your family where God is like literally lifting you up. But this. Okay, it says, and David spake to the man that stood by him, saying, "What shall be done to the man that killeth, the man that canceled, the man that smites, the man that beats, the man that slays, the man that, um, you know, take away to depart, to depose, to te- to testify or to give evidence? Like, what is going to be done to this man that pretty much canceled the word of God, because let's be honest, the word, if you know the word, if you know that you're a child of God, if you've given your life back to Christ and you've been speaking that you shall, you know, you shall live and not die. You're the head and not the tail that you you, you are. God is going to do far more than you can act, even acts or even imagine. So if you if you even even greater is that in the word. But if you know these things that the, the enemy he's David is saying, who is this philistine, this uncircumcised philistine to even defy the army of the living God to 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 cancel the word of God, and I love that about David. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And so, as I was, and it also means defy. Thank you. It also means a uh, spin harvest time. Spin means to exhaust. Spin means to take up, pass, and use up. Who is this uncircumcised? Right now, we're supposed to be harvesting. This is the season of reaping a, a good harvest. Of, you know, I was also the word was also given by the woman of God that this should be a um. Uh, pretty much a huge harvest I can't I can't think of it the word but when it's like double harvest right and spiritually this is where we're supposed to be to see it physically and this is what the enemy is causing us to you know do he I mean this is what the enemy is doing he's spending he's exhausting it because he's standing in front of the next level that we're supposed to be entering into and so but see David his mom was like okay I'm not gonna even focus on the problem what's the promise? The promise is that the, the king said that he will enrich whoever does this. What does enrich mean? He will cause him to become rich and wealthy. Two, it says he will give him his daughter. As I was listening to the woman of God, um, she was given a, a breakdown of what daughter means. It means to be approved. So that means he's going to grant us, report us, consecrate us, and make us acceptable. Also, it says make his father's house free in Israel. And this is going down to... um. Yeah, it's going down to verse twenty six. I mean twenty five. And you know, it says make his father's house free in Israel. That means to allow his father to his father's house to prevail, to produce. So he's like, Bet Oh, this is what will be given. Oh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be wealthy. I'm gonna be uh, acceptable. I'm gonna be acceptable before God. One because I didn't back down. Because I didn't run. I didn't flee like those who are sent here really to battle. They're really on the battlefield. And David was here just to give the food. Like he said, his dad just sent him to give the bread, to give, to give the food while they're out there at war. But yet, y'all not even warring. Y'all out here every time that the Philistine, this giant, this this thing, this stronghold that has been keeping your family down, every time that. They see it, they run, but see you, even in your little thing, even in your little consistency of going to work, even in your little consistency of, of striving to do the will of God, striving to, to just to to keep, to stand in, in, in your righteousness with God and to, to keep your heart from the wicked. You know, he said, even that little, your faith, your faith, your, even your little, even that little faith will be able to move a mountain. And so that's what David said. He said, who is this Philistine? who is this Philistine? Like, who is this? You, you really out here thinking that you're going to cause the the army of the living God to be defied? Like you're going to, you're going to, you think you're about to cancel the word of God over us? No. And so as we go forth, um, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. As we go forth, you know, we were, I was thinking about like, wow, like going back to the rock, you know, David, after, after his brother told him to like pretty much shut up, man, like you're gonna get yourself in too much trouble, and then he was like, "Nah." Like he ignored him and kept asking the people. So, is this really what? This is the promise? Is this really the promise? And and so these people, the other people that were in the 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 army, they took him to King Saul, and King Saul pretty much is like, "Who? You know, do you really think that this you can do this?" And David is like, "Yeah, pretty much." I'm paraphrasing, so please go read First um, Samuel. 17 please. And so as I was reading this, Samuel and his he was like, Yeah, you know, I, I take care of the sheep, you know, I'm a shepherd pretty much. He's like, and, and when, when one of my sheep gets lost, what I do? I have to go take care of them. So if it's a lion, if it's a bear, I'm doing what I have to do. So if my God can keep me safe from a lion and a bear, then what more like this is the, I tr- I put my trust in God and so Saul's like all right well I'm gonna give you all of this armor I'm gonna give you this to protect yourself and so and these are these are paraphrasing this is me paraphrasing and so so david puts on the armor and you know and this is this is many of us thank you holy spirit where we have we feel like we have to be more than who god has come be 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 um other people and add a little bit of this person into our life add a little bit of this or no god has called us to be who we are because really at the end of the day god is going to get all the glory hallelujah god is going to get all the glory thank you jesus god is going to and we cannot we will not be able to god is a jealous god so the testimony that's going to come out of our lives the testimony that's going going to come out of your life is only going to be unto the glory of God and so he's saying no like David's like wait this is too much for me I can't put all of this on what I do need to do is I need to get get my my sling and my rock and, and I'm going to trust in my staff and I'm going to trust that, you know, my God is going to do what he, he, he needs to do. And so we're to the point of what do you need to kill this giant? What do you need to kill this thing that is that has presented itself for generations in your family? Generations, rather it's co-parenting, rather it's finances, rather it's just seeing your family members come and receive the salvation of the Lord. What do you need to kill this giant? Well, Let's read the word, and so David says, "Okay, <laughs> all right, Holy Spirit." And so we're gonna read from First Samuel seventeen thirty two. And David said to Saul, "Holy Spirit, you're welcome. Let no man's heart fail because of him. They, thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine." Mm, hallelujah! Wow. And Saul said to David, "Thou art not able to go against this Philistine with to fight with him." Wow. For thou art but a youth and he a man of war from his youth. This reminds me of Jeremiah. Jeremiah said, Lord, you know, I I am young. He said, do not worry about none of that. I have given you my words are in your mouth. Don't worry about their faces. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He said, do not worry about any of that. But trust that I have given you all that you need. He said that I will supply all of your needs. And it says, and David said unto them, this is verse 34, that servant kept his father's sheep and there there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he rose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. That servant slew both the lion and the bear. And, his un- and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he had defied the armies of the living God. David said, this is verse 37, moreover, the Lord that delivered, me, that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he would deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine and so forth. And Saul said unto David, go and the Lord be with thee. And Saul armoured David with his armor. This is it. And he put in helmet of brass upon his head. Also, he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his um, armor and he aside to go for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with this, for I have not proved them. Mm. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Ha, This reminds me of um, going back to Job. Well, Job, you know, he was tried and he was tested because... God knew his heart. Holy Spirit help me. God knew his heart. Right? And so in the midst of him losing his children, in the midst of him losing everything. He was a wealthy man in the midst of him losing everything and even his wife saying you must was just cursed his God. He said no. He 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 said no. He you know for you know he he knew that the God that he served if, even if God did not save him, he would not. He said, "Yea, though they slay me, yet will I still praise him." And so this reminds me that, you know, saw he was tested not because and he was proved that's what the word said he was proved not because of of anything but because of the favor of god see when we go through trials and tribulations we think why me why me and and holy spirit i pray that this goes together you know but we pray why me but god says why not you why not you my faithful servant and so as I'm just believing even in my season that God is going to see me out of this no matter how long it takes just like the three Hebrew boys if he comes I will still praise. I mean I will I will not bow to you they were talking to the king he said if he don't come I will not bow to you so I'm gonna go through this fire I trust that my Lord will save me but even if he don't I still won't bow to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So whatever the enemy is trying to get you to bow to, trust that the trust that the living God, the one who created you, the one who created the heavens and the earth, is with you and will never leave nor forsake you. For this is the word. This is why we, it's very important that we feed our our, our, our souls with the word, because the word says that He who He will be able to do far more than we ask or imagine, according to He who worketh in us. What is he going to work with if we're not giving him nothing? And so that was so good because he said, I, I didn't prove this. He said, if I have not proved them for I, I cannot go with these. He said he cannot go with all of this stuff because he had not proved it. Wow. So when God takes away everything and he sees that your heart is still good, then the battle is already won because he knows. First of all, he, he wouldn't give you up. He wouldn't put you in a place in a thing that he didn't already know the outcome of. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And it says, and David, oh, and David put them off. In verse 40, he said, and he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had even in a script. And his sling was his hand, was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. So what do you need to kill the Goliath? One the staff, as we know that the word of the Lord says in psalms twenty three that thy ride and thy staff that comfort me, that prepares the table before me in the presence of our enemies, what we have to understand and by the grace of God, I was able to receive from the woman of God that the staff means discipline, you know when we think about the shepherd and you know when someone is hurting their, 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 cattle, you know, they're using a staff to, to, to keep everyone aligned. Thank you, Holy Spirit, to keep every, each and every one of them aligned, going to the right way. Because when you're, when, when you're going out to get water and you're feeding in the pastures, or when you're coming back in to to, for him to keep you safe throughout the night from wolves, thank You Lord Jesus, He's you know, He's gonna use the staff to guide you and keep you from running away and keeping so the staff is to dis- discipline you. He may have to, you know, de- depending on how the, the staff is made, you know, maybe it's made I think I feel like there's some that maybe made to have a curve on it to hook you to 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 hook the sheep or the cattle or to knock them back over. And what I'm understanding that this, this staff is disciplined, so whatever God is calling you to do, rather it's fasting more often, rather it's praying more often, or rather it's really just using the word of God literally as your manual strip for your life for this is the the Bible's basic instructions before leaving this earth right for for remember. The word of God is Psalm 17 verse 9 in the message version for the, the word of God. The revelation of the word of God pulls our life together. So we shouldn't just read it and just read it and just say, okay, I'm just going to read it. No, we need to be doers of the word of God as well. So he took his staff, which is discipline. He also took five stones, five as we know that the number of grace, but stones mean, as we mentioned, the, the is, is a representation of Jesus. You know, he said for, um, I think it's in John verse for the word of god he, for he was the word of god and the word of god was with him and we have to understand that stone means the word of god if jesus is was the cornerstone jesus was, was was god made flesh and if god is the word so we need to take the grace that the word gives us for the i think it's in galatians 2:21 says to not frustrate the grace so you have discipline you have grace to back it he took his staff and his five stones From the brook, out of the brook. What is the brook? Out of the water. Out of the water. For the voice hovers over the water. The voice hovered over the word. So he's saying, if you just take your time to be disciplined and utilize the grace that I've given you in this word, out of the word of God, thank you, Holy Spirit. There's nothing that God cannot do. Father God, I even pray right now, Father God, may this word penetrate us, Father God. May this word take root inside of us, even me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And so as i was reading this as i was understanding this i thought this was so good i was like oh my goodness because at the end of the day all we need is discipline and the grace of god to get past this level that we're currently walking in and god you know obviously not only was he using david to be an example of what faith looks like and what it means to really just trust in god but He's also saying that there's something in you that that you know it's not about the giant mission. No, it's about you being the giant mates for this mission. It's, yes, this situation may look like a big thing, but God has said, no, I created a giant. You are the giant for the word of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh, it's, it talks about um, where we are seated, seated above, far above all else, you know, in our feet. Everything is beneath our feet, right? Because Jesus is the head and we're the body of Christ and everything is beneath us. I'm actually going to find the scripture. Okay, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 21. It says, far above all principalities and more in power and might and dominion, every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in which is to come. In verse 22, it also says, and have put all things under his feet, all things. So we have to understand that. The situation may look like a giant. The situation may feel bigger than us, but we have to remember who we are in the body of Christ. We are the giant. This mission is a giant's mission. You are the giant. You are the one called. That's why the problem, that's why it seems like you can't get past it because you are the first to do it. God has called you. He sent you just like this thank you holy spirit i remember a few mornings ago i woke up and you know i, I w- was able to attend a woman's conference called think pink and on one of the i think it was like one of the first nights that we had the word release it was a sent out one and i remember waking up in my situation hearing you know god send me or lord um i literally heard uh send me lord You know, and then after that, Holy Spirit said, no one wants to go into the unpleasant places, right? And so there may be seasons that God may send us in certain situations because he has a purpose for us there. And I was like, wow, I was like wow Lord like this in this season that I'm in you're literally calling me to be in places that seem unpleasant but it's not because it's not that I'm better than anybody but no it's because what I'm about to do in your life what what I'm about to do through you is only gonna it's only gonna be by the grace of God you're gonna be a sign a wonder a miracle sign on a wonder unto those who who you'll be able to bless through your testimony and so and maybe in maybe in your life you're probably like Lord why me why me you know one we all want to be sent, but not many people want to go to the unpleasant places. You know, I just I just thank God that he, he sees us favorable to do it. Right. Because, you know, in this season of our lives, God is calling someone. He's He's literally calling. You know, he needs people to to be be for the people who's going to release the people, you know. And so I just thank God that we are the giant. The giant mission is us. This is we are the giant. That's why it's called the giant mission, because if God had promised us to, to make us rich and wealthy, not only physical, but also spiritual and emotionally and health wise. But he also said he's going to make us acceptable and so and, and allow us to produce and prevail through everything that our family members couldn't, you know, rather it's marriage, rather it's education, rather poverty seems to be a thing in your family, whatever it is. But we just thank God, because as the grace has been released and, and, the, and the victory has already been sealed in the blood blood of Jesus you know there's nothing that we can't do so I just pray that this bless you and I pray that you know that God has released a word that will help you and carry you on into your next season so Father God I just thank you and I ask that you seal this this word in the blood of Jesus so until next time God bless you all